He's kind of a cedar. Yep, I'm recording my podcast. He's a cedar. First one. You're listening to Table for Two Podcast with Bailey and Sam. The lady's Sam. like, ma'am, you need to sit down. Grab a glass and take a seat. Can, Can I just get another sugar room? Okay, how was your week? And week weekends. How was your weekend? Oh my gosh. It was a lot. We were so busy. Honestly, this was like, so for anyone that doesn't know or doesn't follow me, I was in a wedding. One of my best friends just got married this past week. And honestly, it was a lot. Like, just a lot went on. And I feel like I hadn't been in a wedding since it was like a family member of mine. And I was like 10 mm-hmm. or 12. And I was like the flower girl. So this was the first time I, I was know. like a bridesmaid in a wedding. And this was like the closest person to me that I knew that got married. And, um, it was just a lot. I think it was a lot of events, like all in one though, because like she had her bachelorette party and then the rehearsal dinner and then the wedding. So it was just a lot, but it's just crazy how much like goes into a wedding. It was so fun. Like so fun. Uh And I was so glad that I was able to see all my friends and stuff, but it was like a three or four day bender. I'm exhausted. (laughs) I don't know what's wrong with me. Maybe I'm just old now, but yeah, but it was so fun. It's crazy. Like I can't even imagine planning a wedding. Oh, I know. Uh, there would just be... It's fun to attend one, uh-huh. but you don't think about everything that goes be- on behind the scenes. And I was just talking to a girl last night, and she was telling me how, like, she just got engaged, but she doesn't plan on getting married for a year and a half. First of all, because of everything with COVID, but second of all, because mm-hmm. of how many things go into it. How much planning yeah. and preparation. And I think with the wedding that I was just in, it was originally supposed to be in April. And so, like, now... She, because of everything that's going on she was like I just want to get married but even so there's so many things that go into it so much prep so much planning organizing it's just it's crazy it's a lot it's crazy too so many people like even somebody I work with now just got married on zoom on what and that is a thing on zoom Mm -hmm. like that's a thing that a lot of people are doing like her husband was in the room and they were on a zoom call or like he was in a different place with with like the ordainer or, or priest, pastor, <laughs> yeah. Wow. I just Facetimed my pastor. Got married. Had a good that time. That is crazy. I know. And you know what's scary to me is I'm like, are we, are we the generation that doesn't get normal weddings? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the way we think of weddings, like big weddings uh-huh. now, right? May never happen. If you were again. getting married right now, like say you had a wedding that was planned, and then because of <laughs> COVID, let's just say hypothetically here, uh-huh. okay. if you had a mm-hmm. wedding and it got postponed because of something like COVID, would you just be like, I don't care anymore, like I'm getting married, kind of throw the plans mm-hmm. out the window, or would you be like, I'm waiting as long as it takes to have the perfect wedding? in your head because I feel like a lot of people I, I think that we know the answer to this well, some people like I feel like after planning for so mm-hmm. long you're like at the end of the day I just want to be married to this person but I also yeah. see how some people are like I put so much time and effort and thought and like people who have been thinking about this well, you their don't whole get that life, again you don't exactly yeah exactly so that's not something that you just like half do or like skip over the details I feel like if it was me and I was getting married I've always been open to getting married before my actual wedding so I feel like I would totally do that just to get it done and do something small Mm -hmm. or do like kind of like a destination type wedding with my closest friends and then like a year or two years later have like a very nice big planned wedding it was so crazy too because she was telling me like things that I didn't even think of like we were there for the rehearsal or like what is it called 
the dress rehearsal? The rehearsal. The rehearsal dinner? <laughs> no. It's just rehearsal like the walk dinner? the walkthrough <laughs> rehearsal. Uh-huh. We were there for that and the pastor who was marrying them was like, Okay, did you guys bring your marriage license? And she was like, No. <laughs> And I know that they had gotten it before. Like, I, I think they got it in uh-huh. Vegas. But she was like, no, we didn't bring it. And he was like, okay, I legally can't marry you if you don't bring it tomorrow. And, like, I didn't I didn't even think of that. And then I was like, so even after that, I was like, oh, my gosh, like, you were legally married. And she was like, yeah, legally. But now I have to do the whole process of changing my name and changing everything that I have and signing differently. It's just, like, a huge process. Yeah. And not to get in, like, it's a too, too deep here. <laughs> But like Go deep. standing up there, like being f- like in the front of everything, hearing everything that the pastor mm-hmm. was saying, it's just crazy. Like you think of, oh, I, I want to marry this person or like I love this person. I know I, I want to spend the rest of my life with them. But what he was saying was, this is going to sound stupid for everyone. They're like, yeah, obviously we get it. But like you have to. <laughs> That's what marriage is. <laughs> this is what marriage is. But he was like, you have to wake up every day and you're not going to like the person, but you always have to love them and you always have to choose them. Like people are going to change in 30 years. Like somebody who is 25 getting yeah. married is not going to be the same person that they are at 55. And you're making a vow to stick with them. Even like religiously you know you're you're vowing to pick that person over anyone else and not just give up unless it's like you know cheating or infidelity or anything like that like I know which is crazy crazy. like you know like and even to think people who get married young mm -hmm. like people who get married at like 20 Mm -hmm. that I can't even imagine like I'm so different from 20 21 22 like every year in my 20s I have evolved so Mm -hmm. much and I feel like never once have I been like oh yeah I'm totally the same person as last year no, I know. and I just think that's gonna keep happening mm-hmm. like I don't think that's on a wavelength to stop anytime soon yeah even going back we've talked about this before even going back five years like we're totally different people we're at a totally different stage so I couldn't totally imagine totally different 30 years and that was pretty much like yeah his whole thing was you're vowing at this moment no matter what happens of course unless you know something terrible's yeah. happened but you're not just going to be like, eh, I don't really like him anymore. <laughs> like, I'm going to give up, you know? Like, that, it's a vow. Yeah. It's crazy. Even if they get, like, obese and bald. Like, you can't. No, really. Because that's, like, that has happened. There's so many people who are like, oh, my yeah. husband let themselves go. Or, oh, mm-hmm. my wife just let herself go, you know? You still have to love them anyways. Yeah, they could be a totally different person. Or even think about people who play sports, like, professionally – like, if you married uh-huh. them during their sports career, they're probably oh. so different once they retire. And they retire sure. within, you know, 10 years. So they're retired. They have nothing to do. Yeah. They might yeah. sit on the couch all day and play video games. And that might be different from yeah. how their life looked when That's you That's just like Kristen Cavallari, like how she was dating Jay Cutler or married to Jay mm-hmm. Cutler. And she was like, honestly, we grew apart once their lives changed because she was like, um, she... I don't know if she, like, even did anything else other than she was on the hills, but he was always a professional football player, so he was always, like, on the road and playing professional sports, and then once he retired, she Mm -hmm. was like, it was so weird because he was just always home, and she was like, I had to adjust to that, like, him being home all the time, and then she was the one who opened up her own business and, like, her own jewelry line, and she was like, I was the one that was always, like, working, and she was like, he didn't like that dynamic, and next thing you know, a year later, they're divorced, so it's crazy. Things change, and, like, your life could change completely. Yeah. Marriage is real shit. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm not ready. Yeah. Big ready commitment. Ready for that yet. 
That, I can't even make my decision on a, what I'm going to eat for dinner, so I, I don't think I'm ready there. <laughs> Mac and cheese or pizza rolls for you? <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, also, quick tidbit, my friend who listens, I work with her, she's so sweet, she was like, I love Table for Two, mm-hmm. you guys are so funny, blah, 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 and she was like, but y'all gotta stop saying like and truly so much, she's like, you guys say those words more than any word, and I'm like, I, I truly know, and I'm so sorry, but we do, we say it all the time, I we're gonna know. try to be better, just for I you. Know. If I get conscious of it, though, I feel like I can't speak. If I am thinking about it too hard, I literally can't have a conversation. <laughs> I know, like I'm I thinking know. about it right now. You're like, I can't form a sentence without saying I think words. I need to go back to kindergarten. <laughs> Same. Get retaught my ABCs. Um, anything it. fun happened with you lately? This week? Mm-hmm. Really? Um, I've been so busy at work, and mm-hmm. the other day, I literally, A, I think... You know, like during quarantine, I've been eating more, uh-huh. but just lately, I don't know what it is. I have not been caring. I literally eat. I mean, I do this before, but I eat so bad lately. Oh my Ice God, cream, same. popcorn, mac and cheese, uh-huh. Chick-fil-A, uh-huh. all of it. Chipotle every day. Like I am not eating good lately. And so I'm like, okay, like I'm definitely not looking amazing in the mirror, like whatever. <laughs> and I've kind of felt like my pants are getting a little tighter, like that I've noticed and at work the other day I'm literally going to the bathroom TMI and I look down an entire hole all the way up my crotch. You split your pants. No. Split. They said we can no longer hold you in your contents (laughs) after all this We can no longer hold you up. (laughs) And I I, I didn't know what to do. I was like I don't know if I go and say like I need to take the rest of the day off but I literally worked throughout the whole day. I was like, I'm staying in my office. I can't get up. Nobody call me. But it is wow. what it is. I that's, made it. That's actually crazy that you say that because I feel like I've been doing the same thing. And I don't mm-hmm. know why. I was just mm-hmm. saying today how I need to go to the gym or get some yeah, sort same. of membership, some sort up. of activity mm-hmm. <laughs> I need no. to do. My body needs to do perform some sort of physical activity because I've been drinking a lot too. Like ever since same. I got back from Michigan, I feel like I've been having so much more wine than I normally do. I'm mm-hmm. ordering a ton of food out. I'm eating Chick-fil-A, yeah. In-N-Out Burger. It's constant. Like a constant. Constant. Coming in. of bad food <laughs> and pasta mm-hmm. and wine and alcohol and that's uh-huh. oh my god sorry did you hear the cat no, there's a there's cat, a cat. In here. <laughs> i'm recording at my boyfriend Gabe has a cat no <laughs> his, his roommate has a cat so oh i'm so surprised you let it come in yeah i'm allergic but it's okay it's cute um wow anyways also so I did this thing like a couple years ago. I did the same thing that I just mm-hmm. recently did and I feel like it was a huge mistake, but so I've always been this is good. I've I've always been on birth control for a long time. But the uh-huh. birth control so like a couple years ago I went off of it just because I felt like I didn't want to be on it anymore. I've been on it for so long and I started breaking out really bad. Hang on, I'm gonna tell Gabe. I'm gonna ask him if he can move the cat because it's meowing so long. <laughs> I don't even hear it. <laughs> You're going outside. You'd be so happy. It's not an outdoor cat. Okay. I'm back. Wow. But um 
So I went off of birth control, and when I did, it made me break out super bad. I mm-hmm. I didn't feel good at all, and I felt like my moods went that up and down. That is so interesting because I am I the know. exact opposite. I when felt so good t- getting off of birth control. Well, the I went after that happened. I went back on it. Well, I, when I went back on, and that's the one that I've been on ever since. It was a super strong one, and mm-hmm. it's bad to be on such a high dosage and work in the sun. And so I've been getting a lot of brown spots on my face, obviously because I work in the sun. That's so, crazy. I never even knew that was a thing. Yeah, my mom has one like permanently on the side of her neck that like never uh-huh. went away from birth control when she was younger, like literally in her twenties. And that I'm assuming crazy. like if she got that, the same thing's probably gonna happen to me. So I talked to my doctor <laughs> okay, cool. and I was like <laughs> I was like, I either need to like not be on this, but I don't wanna completely be off birth control, like I need something else. And she was like, Well, let's lower the dosage and I'll put you on a generic version. And mm-hmm. she was like, you know, certain things can happen, like changes. So just let me know if you experience anything. Boy, have I. Because I, <laughs> I have am been experiencing it. a raging psychopath ever since. And like, the, it's crazy that I can notice it too. Like uh-huh. I am so bad. And I just like, I want to make sure it is the birth control and I'm not just mean. <laughs> because I don't think I am mean. Uh-huh. But like little things will trigger me. And I just pop off. Like, I go off the handle. Like what? Okay, so, like, Gabe, the other day, (laughs) I took him out to lunch. Uh And he was like, wow, like, this is so nice that you took me out to lunch. And he was like, I never really take a lunch. Like, it was shocking for Uh him to even leave work for lunch. So he took a Snapchat of me. I had no makeup on. I was in the middle Mm -hmm. of a bite of my sandwich. And he takes a Snapchat of me and sends it to me. And then he tells me he sent it to all of his friends. And let me tell bad, you. Bad choice. I looked like a 70-year-old British bald man. <laughs> it was horrible. It was a horrible photo of me. And I literally popped off on him. We literally got into a disagreement in about him. He, he's like, we're literally at, um, what is that? What's that song that's like, why you gotta fight with me at Cheesecake? We're literally at Cheesecake. I'm gonna need you to calm it down. He, I think he like didn't know what was happening because I was like, why would you do that? Like, I don't understand why you would take a photo of me <laughs> and send it to all of your friends. And, and after the fact, I felt so terrible. I'm like, what a psycho. Who does that? Yeah. But it was yeah. just like. Like he, in, he was not thinking like in the moment he's a guy, he probably just taking a picture oh for sure and even so like I felt so bad because he was like I thought it was a nice thing to do like I was showing all my friends like that I took a lunch for you I don't ever take a lunch and like I let Mm, you take me out he was like I I was doing it to be nice and then I literally chewed him out so poor guy and then also (laughs) at work like I'm just like people just have been bothering me lately. That's why I don't know yeah. if it's like a personality thing or if it's just like a birth control thing. And I'm hoping it's the birth control uh-huh. thing because I've just been like so rude. And not like rude, but like just little things irritate me and then I just lash out and I don't care what I say. Uh-huh. Like if I'm being mean, I know it and I don't care. And I want to be mean. <laughs> You're like I want it to hurt. <laughs> So, That's yeah, crazy. So, I honestly think it could be because that is totally like it messes with your hormones. Yeah, for sure. Like, and I can tell too, because it's just, it goes from such, 
and I'm not by any means a depressed person, but like sometimes mm-hmm. I will feel genuinely like depressed. Like I don't really want to do anything. Yeah. And then it goes from like super low lows to super high highs. And I feel great and I feel super happy. And then one thing will trigger me. And I'm just like, that is not me. That's never been me, you know? So I really do yeah. think it is like the birth control and also I've gained weight that could also be the wine it's, so it's like I'm, I don't know what it is <laughs> no 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 no. I'm, is it I'm the Chick-fil-A in the wine or is it the birth control <laughs> I, I'm no doctor mm-hmm. but it's the birth control 100% there's no way if you're having all those symptoms yeah but I don't know if that like levels out over time or uh-huh. if you just need to get a different birth control Right, because like even my doctor before was telling me that it takes like three to six months for something to like fully be cleared in your system. So do I wait? It's been two yeah. months. Do I wait? I'm another... gonna lose my relationship, my job, my family. I... But sure, I'm gonna Just get a few fired. I'm gonna get kicked out of the house, and I'm gonna be single. So is it worth it, or to ride it out, or should I just go back to the birth control and have uh, brown spots all over my face? Which one? Yeah, that's a hard dilemma. I think maybe just a completely new situation. Maybe I just don't work in the sun and then maybe, yeah, yeah, don't work in the sun and get back on the original birth control. Love it. I love Love that for you. Love that for you, sweetie. (laughs) I'll write you a script in the morning. Okay. Thank you. (laughs) What else? All right. Let's get into the main topic here. Okay. Love that. So we're going to give... We're gonna Take give a here. little. Um, I think it would just be helpful if we give some people out there some suggestions, some first date uh-huh. suggestions, and tell mm-hmm. um, like what we like for a first date, what we like yeah. after a first date, first date scenarios. Okay, I just want to say that I think we can both can agree here uh-huh. that golfing is the oh. most underrated and best date I've ever been on. Yeah, I love it. If you want me to fall in love with you, put on some golfing pants, a nice collared shirt, a hat, some golfing shoes, Mm -hmm. a little glove, Mm -hmm. keep me in the back seat Uh with some alcohol and some other people, and... We don't play, though. We don't want to play. No, 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 no. I'm not going to touch touch the ball. <laughs> or, touch the ball. Or the stick. The club. That's I'm a dead. no for me. Yep. <laughs> we're, we're not good. Like, we've both been on golfing dates. We both had fun. Uh-huh. We both think it's a good scenario. I truly did not think. I remember when I went, like, recently. I did not think. I was like, eh, I was, like, really going back and forth whether I should cancel or whatnot. And I went, and I was like, I think I'm going to start doing this for my birthday. <laughs> I'm going to play my 25th birthday at a golf course because I had so much fun. I love Best that you say play, life. though, and it's you're not playing at all. You're literally driving a cart. No, I'm just looking at but the scenery. But it's just the whole thing, you know? It's it's the it's whole the vibe. vibe of it. Mm-hmm. It's fun. It, it's definitely not a good first, second, third, fourth date scenario, but I say really? after the fifth date, that is fair game. Yeah. Yeah. I think you have to know them, and I also think you want to be with a kind of a group of people is better. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I think, like, a, a further along. Definitely not the first date. For me, I feel like an activity is always fun for a first date. Yeah. Like, going out and doing something. I feel like it's less pressure, less stress, because I was even talking to my friend about this, and it's a guy, a uh, co-worker, and he was like, I never 
would take a girl to dinner on a first date and I'm like really that's so interesting and he was like I feel like that's so long of a time like if you genuinely hate everything about them you're locked in for at least an hour you know he was like I think that if you go and do an activity it could be something short and fun and at least you're having fun out of it I mean so what activity would be under an hour I think that, I think if you don't want to do dinner, drinks is the safe bet. Drinks, for drinks sure. Drinks is a good in-between. Yeah. You could do drinks in 30 minutes. For you sure. You could do drinks in, in five minutes. I love drinks. I love doing drinks. I love yeah. golf. And I feel like, I don't know for a first date, but I love doing like a sporting event. I think that's fun. Mm-hmm. Like a hockey game or a baseball game or going to a sporting event. Maybe not first date, but maybe like third date. I think that's mm-hmm. fun. I just love the activity. Uh-huh. Not so much pressure. One-on-one, dinner, you know. Sports is definitely good. And it's kind of like masculine energy. Uh-huh. He's probably wearing like a hat. It's just all around good. There's probably If he wears a hat, you're in. Like if he's wearing a hat. I'm like, if you take me to golf, if you have a hat, I will be planning our wedding in June. And a bed frame. Yeah. If you, you have those, frame, that's all you put need. Put a ring on Sarah's finger. That's all you need, really. <laughs> Yep, I'll be planning our wedding. Do you agree? Because I've always thought this. Do you agree that guys always look better in hats? No. I actually stopped dating a guy because he was wearing a hat too much. Well, then he was probably balding, but I feel like... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) The look, like, I just feel like sometimes it makes people look better. I think it depends on the scenario. I think it makes them look sportier. Okay, but would you like it if a guy wore a hat on a first date, like, as his outfit? Like, if we are going to dinner, I wouldn't. Well, no, not in that scenario. But, okay. like, for a sporty look, like, I feel like it sporty? always makes you look mm-hmm. yes. a certain Gym? way. Sure. Gym, uh-huh. going to a sporting event. Obviously not to dress like up, that. though. No. Yeah. Sorry, did you just hear that? Yeah. What, what are those noises going on? Is that, is that me or you? my window. I'm so sorry. It's the traffic. No, I think it's I think it's someone here. I think someone just slammed a door. We're just going to have to accept the background noise, whatever it we is. We also can point. agree we hate coffee dates. Oh. Do we agree on that? I, I agree 100%. I think coffee date is what you do uh-huh. with, like, either an ex that you literally <laughs> never want to hook up with or uh-huh. do anything with or see or date again. Yeah. Or, like... That guy that you really don't want to date, but you guys are friends or something, and it's this right. weird thing. Right. I just think coffee dates are so weird. I would never... There is nothing that is physically making me attractive to someone on a coffee right. date. Unless we're, like, boyfriend, and that girlfriend, is like, and we go get coffee in the Sunday morning. Sure. That is the shortest of the short. That is the short. If you need to make it, <laughs> dates, if you need out to, of there. Yes. <laughs> Do that. for sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. But if you're trying to date somebody for real, No. Like, it's cute if you want to go walk to a coffee shop and go uh-huh. get coffee and then walk somewhere else or right. something like that. Right. But I think if you're literally sitting down, that just sounds terrible. That sounds so awkward to me. And you have coffee breath. Like, what, are we on a business meeting? Yeah. And nobody comes, like you said, you brought up this point before, nobody comes to the table. Like, it's literally one-on-one. You probably order your coffee separately, sit yeah. down separately. No, literally. Immediately, no. And you can't even, like, it's not even a good place to people watch or make uh-huh. conversation. Like, it's quiet. People are reading. People are, like, on their laptops. Like, it's just so not the vibe. Yeah. Like, there's nothing about that uh-huh. that is anything about that makes me feel any sort of way. Really. I agree. 
Just okay, sad. so did you did you pick three? Like, what are your three top ideals? If you could give a piece of advice, what would uh-huh. your top three? I, honestly, I'm a basic girl here. Uh-huh. Dinner and drinks is my favorite. Top one. Number one. Okay. Easiest way. I love that. I love a nice boring <laughs> date. Like, I feel like I get to know you. I she definitely loves drink. boring dates. It's preferred. <laughs> and a boring guy. Love it. No, I'm just mm-hmm. kidding. Um, and then I would definitely say golfing is, is right up there. But again, it's it's one of those ones. It has to be a, a couple dates you in. You say golfing so interesting. Golfing? <laughs> Golf. Do I say it weird? You say golfing. Golfing. Golf. <laughs> it's just your O. It's like a little. That actually say it again. jump off the roof. Golfing? Golfing? Golf. <laughs> like you're missing the L, I think. Golfing? Golfing. Do I have a speech impediment? No. I think you just have an accent. Did you pick up a California accent? I don't know if that's California. Um, and then I would say my third one, and you're literally going to think I'm a psychopath again, but I love, and this can be any part, this could be a first date, this could be a second date, this could be we're literally engaged, but I love going to do something and driving in a car and listening to music and then going and parking somewhere and talking and listening to music and like maybe that. a little makeout session. That is my favorite thing. I love that life. for maybe like a third date. Like I do think that yeah. like a good setting. It's got to be at nighttime. Yeah. Like it's like a nighttime vibe. A where good like nighttime. music on in the background. There's some kissing, but then there's also some like deep convo and like I a love good that. I area. love a deep convo with like a good mm-hmm. setting. I love that. I, I love agree. That. I will talk to all my friends about that date. That I don't think good, you're I mean like it's kind of a, more of an afterthought, uh-huh. but if you do that, I, I love it. What about you? Okay, so I would say, oh, I you know what I really like is bowling. Mm-hmm. I didn't mention that, but I, I, I thought of I it because you're gonna say that because I think, well, that's where me and Gabe's first date was, and it just went really good because I feel like there was the perfect amount of like. Wait, I didn't remember that being your first date. I our didn't know first that. date of like our reconnection. Period. Okay, yeah, yeah, the rekindle situation. <laughs> yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. I feel like there was just the perfect amount of like time of talking and like having Uh a convo and drinking and doing an activity like I feel like we could do all three things like we were that's so interesting though that you like you it was just you guys though right just two people yeah and you felt like that was enough yeah like you're literally like getting up every other second like if he's not up there you're up there and you got your thumb stuck in a (laughs) bowling ball that's a no 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 but that's not what it was like the smell any, I've never went into a bowling alley that doesn't smell like an old man's ass crack. Really? This one smells like popcorn. Yes. I loved it. I literally loved it. She's like, I actually was going to ask them if they could make it into a perfume for me. I actually asked if they what had the scent as an air freshener for my car. But no, I, I really liked it. Like, I felt like it wasn't like one after another. Like, someone gets up, someone sits down, someone, you know. Uh-huh. Like, I felt like we would be drinking, and then we would be sitting, and then we would be talking for a little bit. Like, we would talk for, like, 20 minutes at a time. And then I'd be like, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, there was no awkward silences, nothing. I just, I'm, I'm a big fan. It, it, it worked wow. for me, so. Are you saying that's your number one, though? Or just because it was, like, one of the one. best? I really love bowling, golfing. I do mm-hmm. think drinks is up there. Like, mm-hmm. I'd be down for dinner and drinks, too. And then sporting again sporting event so like if I had to pick Mm -hmm. my top three to four it would be one of those and I think in general with all dates you're gonna probably have a drink unless you're not a drinker at all yeah I think like drinks should be involved in every 
first date Every setting. Every possible scenario <laughs> that there needs to involved, be alcohol they involved. They Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll love it. Love it. We kind of just wanted to give a tidbit, and we want to see, like, what you guys think, what your top dates are. So we're going to post a little bit on our Instagram stories to see what you guys think. But we also mm-hmm. have a little bit from our advice column. This is a mm-hmm. personal personal um a personal one not a personal close, one for me but like heart. this is someone who is close to home so I'm gonna uh-huh. share because they they wanted me to kind of talk about what they're going through and wanted to see like opinions um so I, I thought it was relevant for this episode so my friend told me that she recently had started seeing this guy about three months ago and she was kind of hesitant to get into the relationship with him because he just got out of a seven-year relationship. That, that's a big, big red flag for me. So, so that was tough. <laughs> um, and like there wasn't a huge gap in time. Like he got out of the seven-year relationship and then immediately started talking to her. Yeah. That that is like makes me feel like he, anxious. he's anxious. Yeah. yeah. So he's just then for a seat. she told me that like throughout the past months that they had been dating, they were like following and unfollowing each other on social media, which I don't think is a good sign. Who like, was uh, his ex that he added from the seven year relationship and him? Oh, like they okay. had been unfollowing oh, is... and following and back no. and forth a few times, no. and then mm-hmm. this friend. Should we give her a name? Jessica. Barbara? Jessica. Let's say Jessica. So Jessica was telling me that, um, like, a few times this had happened, like, they would be out and this ex would show up. And she'd be like, how does she know that we're here? Like, just randomly, like, bump into him? Whatever. She was like, I felt weird about it. Like, like the ex would come up and talk to them? No, she wouldn't ever come up and talk. She would just be there so, like, he could see her. Uh-huh. And so then um, more time had gone on, and I guess she had gotten a DM from this ex and was like, hey, I just wanted to let you know, like, Jeffrey was... <laughs> His name is Jeffrey, okay. <laughs> Jeffrey has been um, coming over at night. We've been getting, like, lunch dates. We've been talking. Like, I, I think we might work things out. Like, I'm his ex of seven years. And so my friend Jessica was like, I don't understand how you've been seeing him. Like, they, they pretty much live together. She's like, I'm at his house every night. Oh, my gosh. So she then um, confronts him. She confronts Jeffrey. Jeffrey admits to everything. He's like, honestly, I just need closure. Like, seven years was a long time. I'm like, back up. Okay, forth. I mean, this is like this is like a red flag, but also I appreciate the honesty. Yeah, I, I You know do. what I mean? I, like, I think yeah. it's a good sign if someone can say, I mean, A, he should have been bringing it up from the beginning, like, saying he uh-huh. needed closure with uh-huh. her or was feeling some sort of way, but uh-huh. I think it's good that he admitted to it. Yeah, I agree. Okay, continue. And so he was like, yes, you're right, I do just need closure with her, like, it's been, it's been, um, I can't hear anything. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, it's just been, uh hard like getting over the seven-year relationship and honestly like that is fair but you should have thought about that before jumping into something new like if you weren't over it you shouldn't have gotten into something new so then he hit that's my worst fear like with anybody that's dated somebody yeah like long term or just in general is that I don't want to feel like you're not over them like I want you to be a hundred percent invested in me if we're for sure or anything for sure yeah that's my worst fear so I would hate that I would already be so insecure if if this was even getting brought up like I don't think I I can continue 
Okay, that, that, that's what I said. But she was like, honestly, I felt like it was worth it. Like he he was worth it. And he then mm-hmm. hits her with an ultimatum, and he was like, I really just need to see her one more time, and that's it. Like, give me one more night, one more conversation. Excuse and she felt me. at this point that she owed it to their relationship. That is very weird to me. Pretty much she was like, honestly, I feel like I owe it to our relationship. Like, if I give him this one last chance, then at least on her end, she can be like, I did everything I could. I, mm-hmm. I you know, stuck by his side. I gave him the benefit of the doubt. And then he asked for one more thing, and I gave that to him. And then if he's going to mess it up, that's on him. That's showing what kind of person right. he is. You know what I mean? So I do agree with her on that, and I do see both sides. But I do think that this is a tough situation, and I feel like maybe – their relationship needs to be like reevaluated because obviously I don't think he's over her. Yeah, that's the thing is I think I would just always feel insecure and it's like if you are 100% over someone, there's uh-huh. really like you wouldn't really want to mess it up with the current person you're with uh-huh. by possibly having like if I I know if I brought that up to like somebody I was dating currently, like there's a uh-huh. chance that they might just be like, "Alright, I'm done then." Like if yeah. that's really how you feel, if you feel like you need to have a 3-hour conversation and like a night over at this person's house or whatever, Mm-hmm. I'm good. So I feel like that's such for a big sure. risk. And if they're yeah. already willing to even bring it up and take yeah. that risk, for what? And like, what honestly, is closure? Like, what does that mean? You're never right. going to get closure. 100%. I, I totally agree. And, like, Jessica, she is gorgeous. She's funny. She's nice. Like, she has so much going for her. So mm-hmm. I feel like, to me, I'm just, like, you know, if he's not seeing what he has and he's, like, continuing to look back and, like, wanting mm-hmm. closure, then maybe he's not the one. So. Yeah. That's so how's it going opinion. now? What what happened? He did it? Yeah, he, he did, did the it. He did it. He had the talk. Situation. And he said uh-huh. that she told me that, like, after that, they both unfollowed each other. They, like, both are done. And she said it's been fine ever since. So, I mean, I hope the best for her, obviously. Yeah, always, totally. of course. But, yeah, interesting topic. And she she just wanted me to share. I don't, so. I don't think I could do that. I think if I ever get, like, even this a sense that you... Like, I remember I was dating someone and, you know, about this scenario, and the person, like, I was stalking this guy, like, I was kind of looking on his profile one day, and, like, way back when, there was a photo from, like, like three years before that, and his ex had commented on it, and then he had responded, like, a, like a few weeks ago when we were yeah. talking, and I was yeah. like, this is weird. Like, if you're even communicating, that is flirty, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And that's... For sure. If you have feelings for your ex, you should just not be yep. dating someone. And I think yeah. we all have maybe been there, but it's also uh-huh. like if you're there, I feel like you have to keep it so casual with someone. That's you what have I to was be, just going to say. You have to let them know, like, I just got out of a relationship or I'm not over my ex. Like, this is where I am. If we hang out, I need you to know, like, I don't want anything serious. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. I feel like it's one thing if you are, like, trying to get over that relationship because mm-hmm. seven years is a long time. No matter how right. long it is, That's it really okay. doesn't matter. It's like, okay that you want to date or whatever. You're trying to get over it, but if you're trying to do something super serious and the other person is thinking it's something super serious, you both have to be on the same page and you have yeah. to be like fully committed and fully over anything that's ever happened before. Yeah. So. But do you feel like, like sometimes I feel, and I've heard this before, I sometimes feel like there's people that you will never like fully be over. Like I don't know if it's ever appropriate like I think there's some people that can be friends with their exes but then there's some people that like I think that there would always be like there's always going to be something there you know what I mean especially if you have intense feelings for someone so do you feel like you can always 100% get over someone I I don't know I 
I think you can if you, I don't know, I, I, like, I know what you're saying, but I feel like some people kind of hold on to past relationships, yeah, so I feel totally. like if you're constantly, like, holding on to that thought, or you're, like, uh-huh. always thinking about it, or looking in the past, obviously, I feel like whenever you see them, you're, like, the feelings are going to come back, or whatever, uh-huh. but I do think that if you're, like, committed to, like, you know that this person is not going to be in your future, then I feel like mm-hmm. there's no choice but to get over them. And, like, if you know you're not going to marry them, you know you're not going to get yeah. back together with them, you know that, like, I just think you should be moving forward and looking forward because I think there's always better in the future. Yeah, totally and I think agree. that it, you know, if things are meant to work out, then they would have. And I feel like uh-huh. you can, like, hold feelings and, like, hold what you had with someone. Totally. Hold, hold it in and always have that in your heart. But I also think that, like everything that didn't work out should be moved on from yeah it's just so crazy like how feelings happen and I feel like if you don't process things the right way like Uh I'm not someone that likes to process emotions and I can tell when I'm upset about whether it's like family things or relationship things just in Uh general like I know I'm someone that doesn't like to go through those emotions so I feel like it's harder for me to get over stuff because I don't think about it like I would rather just not address the yeah. situation or just mm-hmm. not even have any feelings yeah but then like deep down if one little thing happens it's like ooh, like that I'm not quite over that or you know whatever yeah so it's just so interesting it's so interesting how people are different and I don't know and that's why it's like hard for me I remember I've dated a few guys like that got out of relationships pretty quickly and then uh-huh. started talking to me and like we were like getting close to dating and uh-huh. that's scary for me because right. I know at that point for me I don't think I would be over that person yeah and I never want to feel like someone still has, like, major feelings for their ex. You know what I mean? Or still thinking about them. That's such a weird... Right. Not preferred. No, I know. That's someone. hard. And you don't want them to feel that way about you. You know what I mean? Like, I would feel yeah. guilty if someone felt that about me. And I wouldn't want to feel yeah. that way about somebody else, you know? So totally. it is interesting. And I do think that feelings are so weird because we say this all the time. Some days we uh-huh. feel super good. Some days we don't. And even me. I'm a, a bipolar, so... I know depressed and the next day I'm so happy moody love it moody you need to get off your birth control sassy moody just just sassy and moody that's it (laughs) thanks for listening and don't forget to follow us on our instagram page at table for two pod bye